All right, so today I want to talk about social media and how to make it less toxic and generally more useful for all of us. But before I get started, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments what you think about me standing versus my other videos where I'm sitting. Uh, for me, I don't really mind either one. I feel like when I'm standing, I just feel, you know, I can kind of move around a little bit and just, I feel like I can be a little more expressive, but we'll see. If you're listening on audio, then I don't think it's not, it's not going to matter. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so social media. Generally, I want to talk about a little bit of my own journey in the last few years and how I have a really good relationship with it now and some tips on how I think, you know, most of us should approach it in order to get the most out of uh, the whole experience, uh, both when it comes to creating content and also consuming it as well. Because, I mean, not all of us are really consuming and creating. So I'll talk about if you're just consuming or if you're doing both. Um, so yeah, generally, I mean, for me, I've been trying a lot of things for quite a long time. And even with this podcast and with YouTube, I've been thinking about this for at least over a year. And one of the reasons why I decided to make a, like a podcast instead of making shorter videos, like this obviously could be, uh, you know, eight ways to make social media less toxic. I can make it into maybe a seven minute video with cuts and to get people to keep you engaged and, and to keep you watching the screen. But I didn't want to make those videos because I just felt that that means that you're forced to watch it. You know, I, I was very, I was just like, I kind of want people to just listen to me if they wanted to. Like if you're watching this right now on YouTube or you're listening to this, you know, you, you feel free to just go make a cup of coffee or go on a walk or whatever, because that way you can actually just listen and you don't have to be within the social media like environment technically. Of course, if you're on YouTube, you are still there and this video will then move on to another video and you're constantly within it. But I wanted to provide a choice and that's why I wanted to create a podcast over um, many other forms of content that I could have done anywhere else because generally I know the message I want to put out, but that's why I chose a podcast. And so that's, that's a major reason why I thought that as a content creator, I could make things feel a little less toxic. Now, I want to make it clear that I don't think social media itself is toxic and I don't really have a problem with social media. And that could be from a very privileged standpoint, I, I, I must admit, but I don't, I don't really have a problem with social media. When I use it and I consume it, um, I, I'm, I'm usually like fine. I, I'm not really mad about most things. And I think the, the, the real, like I would say, I would attribute that generally to my own discipline on social media and being able to take on things um, in a way that's self-serving as opposed to looking at something and then getting consumed in whatever's going on. And, and that's generally why it's toxic. It's, it's a lot of our own choices and what we do with these platforms. And when people complain about social media, I always remind them that generally media in general and even real life, like there's toxic things everywhere. You could be in a group of people in real life and you could still be consuming very toxic content. But we don't talk about friendship groups or other kind of meetings not being toxic because, 
I don't know. I just feel like we don't talk about it enough. But when it's social media, it just feels a lot more because I guess it's not just one group because you listen to one group and then you go to another group and then it just goes on and on. So that's kind of why it makes it toxic. But again, this is why it's important to do the right thing so that it's not that toxic. So to get to the point of this video and to this, this podcast episode, it's essentially boils down to three things that you need to do in order to make social media less toxic and a lot more positive. You need to be able to consume better, so consume better content. You need to be able to engage better. The way you react to people, the way you, you, you create a genuine connection needs to be had on social media to make it better. And finally, when you create content, you should be creating meaningfully. I know a lot of meaningful content does not sell, so I'm not really telling anyone what to do with this. It's just that if you choose that you, you feel like you're not having a great relationship with social media and you want to make things a little better, these are some of the things that I realized really worked for me. And let me know if, it, if you think that that's something that could work for you. And also if, you, if you've done any of these things and you feel like, yeah, this is definitely something that is useful, uh, let me know in the comments as well. And always feel free to send me an email to let me know how you think uh, or how you have made social media much less toxic. So when it comes to um, the first thing, which is consuming better, I think one of the greatest things I did on YouTube was to make another account. And yeah, I'm telling you to make another account. And in this account, I called it like my productivity account. And that's actually the account that is is that you're watching this video on. It, it is not my like my other account which is has a whole bunch of uh well i wouldn't say useless shit but like just videos that are just there for like to just spend my time but in this account i follow people that inspire me i follow people that i feel would teach me something and i try to make sure that that's all i do i only watch these videos i like the videos that i think are useful to me and i don't open anything else and that way the algorithm then shows me only the things that I want on this account. And and this that's it. And I think that's on YouTube. But if you're on TikTok or you're on Instagram and even on Twitter, the people you follow, the people you engage with will pretty much determine what other content you get. So if you want things to be less toxic, make sure that you actually are in an account that does not consume toxic stuff. Well, whatever's toxic to you, at least. So make another account. Make it your health account on Instagram. Make it your, you know, learning new recipe account on TikTok. And try that out. Uh, try not to make too many accounts, though. Because then I think that defeats, that might defeat the whole purpose. So, yeah. The next thing when it comes to consuming is to follow transparent people. People that you feel are showing you the bigger picture. Again, you know, people are brands. So whatever you're seeing on social media, it's, it's often not the person itself. It's the brand that they're showing. So you, don't, you can't expect everyone to be transparent just like who they are generally. But you want people to be self-aware and you want to watch people who are self-aware of their content. Like what you're watching right now with me, I mean, you don't know whether this is me. You don't know who I really, really am. I don't think anyone knows who I really, really am. My parents maybe don't know who I really, really am. So everyone is seeing like a version of me and you're seeing a brand as well. 
but you're listening to me hopefully because you're getting some form of transparency for me and you trust me in a way because that's what I want and I think it's very important for you to trust the people that you are consuming it might turn out that they're liars but I think it'll make a much better experience for you if you think about whether you trust this person and Again, this depends on your own metrics for trust and why you would trust people. So each of you will find a reason to trust one person and then not trust another. And finally, to going back to like the algorithm bit, make sure you like and you comment and you share posts that you want to see more of. Like, I feel that a lot of people can like, do a lot of things on social media and, and complain about the same things that they enjoy. And it's unfortunate. Maybe it's like, it's a feel good feeling that we feel like, uh, you know, these, you know, you get annoyed at co the comments under certain pieces of content, but you love the content. And it's like, okay, if you love the content, but you don't like the comments, then please don't open up the comments. And if you generally don't think that this is a very good experience, then stop opening it up. Stop, liking it as i said and stop sharing it i think every time you teach the algorithm generally what you want uh, that is how you actually make things less toxic for you and moving on to the next thing which is engage better sharing you, you would hear people telling you to like you know like my photo uh, share my video whatever but i think a very huge aspect of social media that we lost in general interaction is a genuine connection with someone who has created something. So let's say you are watching a lecture live. Uh, I don't think a lot of us do this, but when we watch a lecture and the lecture was really great, we should go down to the front and speak to the professor and be like, yo, that was, a, that was an amazing lecture. Um, you should do more of these. Instead of clapping and going off. Because clapping is the equivalent of a like. And I think... We need to go up to people and tell them, hey, I liked your work and this is why I liked it. So when you're on social media, tell people exactly why you like their stuff and say, why does it mean something to you? Because when you create that genuine connection with them, you're creating this like better energy, I guess, and you would feel better telling other people that they did a good job. And it's like one of those freebie feelings of like, oh, let me just feel good by telling people that their work is good. And it's actually quite sustainable because you're, you're feeling good about helping others feel good. And I think that is something that you can carry on and you keep doing and, and that makes social media much better. And another thing is to also ask people how they do what they do. So if you see something you like, ask them, oh, how did you take that photo? How did you create those transitions? And the likeliness is that a lot of people might not even answer you because if they're huge creators, they um, might have too many comments or too many messages that are not going to reply to you. But asking is enough because I think it, it puts out like a like a different kind of kind of energy when you when you try to produce a genuine interaction. I can't. I don't. I don't fully. I can't fully pinpoint why, but when we do these kind of things and we don't have very surface level consumption on social media, then 
things feel much more meaningful. At least they do for me. And when I see something that I like, uh, I either send a message saying, or I reply to a story and be like, oh, that's a really good story. And I have no problem doing that. Like, there's no point just watching it and be like, oh, that's a good story. And then I watch the next story. You might as well tell the person, well done. And I think that that's just a, that's just like a, yeah, that's, that I'm, I'm not, I mean, if you want to let me know in the comments, uh, again, uh, you know, what do you think about this video? Then I'd be happily to take it. But, you know, when you watch anything else, let them know. Um, so the third thing is to actually create content that is meaningful and create better content in general. And it, it is, it is a lot of us produce content because we're trying to get external validation and external validation itself is fine. I, I don't really have a problem with it. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not anti external validation for me. It's like, how do you actually get sustainable external validation? Because a lot of us need rewards to do things. If we don't get these rewards, we're just not going to do them. That's fine. That's normal. But are these rewards actually sustainable? And do they make us feel like shit after we receive them, like after a while? So like it's having a sugar rush. And after I feel like guilt that I just had this whatever. It's like if that's not, like if you, if you enjoyed the first bit and then you're feeling a slight guilt or you're not feeling that good after, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. And that's something that I was feeling for quite a while where I was just putting out things and I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's doing well. It's, it's getting a bunch of likes. It's, you know, people are commenting, whatever. But I didn't feel great about a lot of the things that I've made over the years. And even some of these videos, not recently, but last year, like I put it out, I'd be like, oh, it's quite useful. I, I, I feel good putting it out. Uh, people are watching it. But uh, I just, I just, it's just, it's, it's just not, it just doesn't feel that good after a while. So that could be on me. That could not, that might not be, that might be something I need to work on, but I felt that I had to make better content so that, you know, I, I actually felt better over time. And so for people who are not trying to build a huge platform uh, or trying to build a YouTube channel or whatever, I think the one of the, one of the greatest ways to create content meaningfully is to use others to hold you accountable for habits that you want to embark on. So that could be, uh, wanting to go to the gym every single day, which is, I don't recommend, but it's a really good feat if you can. Uh, you know, if you want to be able to drink enough water every day, eat enough fruit, whatever, post it on Instagram, post it on TikTok, uh, tweet about it, that you're doing it and have others, you know, give you suggestions and watch you and inspire them. And that way, you're not doing it for the validation. You're doing it so other people hold you accountable. You're just showing people whatever happens, happens. But what you're really gaining out of this experience is you keeping to your habits. So I really do suggest if you are, you know, if you're getting ready for the summer and you want to, you want to actually get fit, please create a fitness account. But make sure that the fitness account is not about you showing off what you've done. What you're trying to do is you're trying to inspire others and you're trying to get them to hold you accountable to you. Uh, eating better and you being more active. So try to do that. And that goes on into the next point where when you share what you're doing with others, the whole process becomes much more meaningful. So other than just posting a photo of you eating or tweeting about what you just did, tell them exactly what is going into it to get those habits done. Teach other people what you're learning. And some of us might feel like, oh, who am I to teach people how to get abs when I'm on my way to getting abs? 
You can be anyone. If you're trying your best, just teach people what is working for you and tell people also what's not working. That's something that I think is very important on social media where it's not just about what's working or the highlights. It's like the things that are not working, just tell us too. Like, it's fine. And don't don't hide it because most people appreciate when you just tell them this didn't work. It didn't work for me at least. You can try it out, but it didn't work for me. And so when you share like this progress and you share it publicly again it creates a very nice genuine connection with others and it keeps you going as well and finally if you have anything that you are good at help one other person at least improve share your passions share your expertise and tell others how they can do it too Again, you don't have to be that good to share with people what you are interested in. You, it doesn't even matter. Use social media just to help one other person. And one of the greatest things that so far a lot of my guests on my podcast have mentioned about how they get over imposter syndrome, uh, fear of judgment, fear of rejection, is this idea that I am just trying to help people and I'm just going to focus on them. When you create content, whatever you're create, creating, and you just think about all these people that is there to just learn, the experience becomes so much better. You open your account, you post something, you know people are going to benefit. Somewhere around the world, someone is sitting there looking at your stuff and they feel a little better today. And that always happens. And if you, like, if you could physically see those people it doesn't even matter if it's just a few people, but if you could physically see those people, you would be very proud of yourself. It's just that online, when you see a few people viewing or see a few people commenting, you don't, really, you don't really understand how much you're helping other people. And that's something for me that I didn't really get. And I felt, you know, I'm only helping a few people. It just, is it really worth my time? And I think that's, that's a very bad way to think about things. And, and it, it was not very helpful to me at all. So now definitely when I make whatever I make, I hope that I'm here inspiring and motivating other people, uh, just you, to to be a little, to try a little more, try you know, try to work on yourself, and and try to navigate through this world that we're all navigating through, in the best way possible. So, I think this was the biggest thing that made social media less toxic: the ability to just focus on helping others um, in whatever form or way. And one more advice just generally about helping others on social media. There are so many different platforms and it's not just social media. Like a newsletter is also a great way to get information out. But try different things and see what works. What you might find is some of you might be really good on photos or some of you might not be. And you might find, oh, Instagram is not really the way to go. I'm not really a good videographer. Um, you can try and become a better photographer and videographer. But if you don't want to, that's also okay. If you find yourself to be a better writer, you know, check out Twitter, uh, check out an email newsletter, find different ways to market it. So use what platform you can based on also your strengths. Don't just try to go for it because you think, oh, this is a growing platform. Uh, I should definitely get on it, which is true. You should. I mean, you should get on trends. But if you're starting off, choose a platform that actually fits to your skill set. And that way also, you're not trying to force yourself to get things done. And if you're not comfortable on YouTube, don't don't make videos. Don't don't make videos now. Like maybe go learn how to do 
you know, learn to feel more confident and learn how to become a videographer, but don't feel the need to, oh, I need to get on YouTube. I need to become like my favorite uh, YouTube creator. I need to get a hundred, I don't know, a million subscribers. All that doesn't really matter. Just try to help people. And at the end of the day, when you put out value that people actually just meaningfully gain, you will feel good about yourself. And this whole experience is not about social media being toxic. It's just how we want to use it. And I guess the final top off here is that if none of this works, then you shouldn't be on it. It, it is there's, there's no reason to be on it. And, and, and I guess this is for another video on how we can get away from maybe an addiction or um, get away from social media itself, just to not use it as much. But if these things are not working, please don't consume so much and try to find people that you can learn from, you know, from their email newsletters and from their podcasts where you don't have to get onto platforms. You can just consume and then leave and not have to do with it more. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know how long this was. So let me know what you think and let me know if you have any questions and try some of these things out and again, if they works, also let me know. And I will see you very soon.